The Leroy and Earl Show is being brought to you by Jack Daniels, Coke, and a nice wedge of lime. studio well how long is he supposed to live with me i didn't say he had to live with you you're keeping him well he won't leave shut up jesus H. leroy please you gotta do something let him come back to your studio for the love of jesus no i'm not doing i'm not doing it let me talk to him idiot come here he wants to talk to you mr leroy ricky yeah you know what you did, right? Yeah, I know what I did, Mr. Leroy. I ruined your, your back. It cost you $240. Are you willing to work off the 240 Well, I don't understand. Are you willing to work off the 240 uh, You mean masturbate? Work off, not jack off, you jackball. Oh, you mean do, do, do stuff? Yes, work. Earn your keep, finally. Yeah, I, I suppose I, I suppose I could do that. I mean, uh, I don't I don't know what else I could do. I mean, w- what can I do? T- tell me, Mr. Leroy, f- what can I do? Well, there are some odd jobs you could do that won't involve any soap and water, trust me, or any of my electronics. But, uh, you know, the, the trees need trimmed, the grass needs cut, that kind of thing. Oh, my God, Mr. Leroy, are you serious? You let me do that? Yes, relax, chill out, put Father James back on. Oh, Father James. Who's talking again? Hey, Leroy. Yes, he, he can come back next week. What about tonight? No, not tonight. I can't. I can't have him tonight. I gotta. Re- I'm doing some Phil Hendry tonight. I don't want to deal with him tonight. Next week. Are you saying he's gonna live with me for another week? You can send him wherever he lives. Where does he live? Jesus, I don't know. Wherever he lives, I don't know. But can I send him away? Yes, you can send him away. Jeez. All right, don't talk. What'd you do there? I made a mistake. All right. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, Father James. Six. That's Father James from Shaking the And uh, we, have we even done an intro? I mean, why is this not working? <laughs> Guess what, shift heads? It's time for the Leroy and Earl show. All right, this stuff just got real. I mean... I don't know what real is, but it just got real. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. See how this works. Welcome to the Leroy and Earl Show. It's the adult cartoon of podcasts. And uh, I wish Ricky was here so I could yell at him, Hey, turn down the music, you doofus. So anyway, we got a good show for you tonight, this evening, this morning, whenever you're listening. Um... I'm going to do a part one of a great Phil Hendry replay. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, Dildano has actually heard it before. Speaking of Dildano, did you see where he was pulled over for driving naked on a scooter? What the hell is with that? What? Who am I calling? I have no idea who I'm calling right now. I just punched in a random number. And hopefully the person will answer. This is the Adult Cartoon Podcast. Dr. Brown. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. I'm telling you what. Every time I hear these shift head voices, it's like butter just running down over my genitalia. <laughs> uh, you're, you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> How the Hang hell? on. I'm mixing a martini. Give yes. me a second. Hold on. Okay. He's mixing a martini. martini music. Do you need martini? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, do you have that? Uh, yes. Hold on. Here you go. Some martini music for Dr. Brown. 
I think this will work. Ooh, I like it. This is a little, uh... Here, I'll clink some glasses around for you. I'll do, I'll do the same. Nice. Listen to that, Dr. Ah, Brown making a martini. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Hey, cheers, Leroy. It cheers to you, Dr. Brown. Is it shaken or stirred? Oh, it's shaken. Oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> shaken. Yep. Extra, extra dirty too. So. <laughs> How the hell are you, Dr. Brown? I am busy as shit. How are you? I am. I am not that busy. <laughs> I'm going to oh, be honest with well, you. Well, all right then. <laughs> I'm not that busy. <laughs> what? Are you busy at work? What's What's the deal? Yeah, everything. Work, home, just all of it. It's summertime, so all the winter projects are that got pushed into summer. Now I'm doing there, and just all the overtime at work. So and fun stuff. How many kids are you dealing with now? Say what? How many kids you got now? Uh, I don't know. I lost count after 13 or 14, somewhere around there. They're, they're just running around the house here. We don't know yep. where they're yeah. at what's going on. I swear, there's just, sometimes I'll have a friend stay over and I don't even notice. I go, okay. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been too long since I've talked to you. Yeah, and, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, and it's a shame. It's a crying shame. But uh, as you know, being a huge shift head, there's been a lot of changes going on around here, and uh, you know that can uh, that can take take up time and all that ooh, all that stuff. Sorry, I'm heavily indated with Jack Daniels. Are you really? Yes. I'm halfway there with Bombay. So I am probably two and a half double Jack and Cokes in. Nice. All right. Yes. I am on my third double martini. So. Oh, that's not bad. That would make that yeah. would make uh, James Bond proud. I think it would. Yes. Yes. So Uncle Bond. So you've been busy with work, and you got your family, yep. and you got all the yep. all the winter projects that have uh, bled into. Um, hold on. What? What? I, I have no idea why you haven't even acknowledged my existence. Because I'm talking to Dr. Brown, I did it. You, I let you do the intro, uh, Dr. Brown. Uh, oh, you know who's here, right? Yes, he knows who I am. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I know who that is. What? Oh, oh, do you have a problem with me too? Like the face of Dave? Is that what's going on here? No, 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 not at all. I didn't no, think so. I mean, a little bit, but no. <laughs> what do you mean by a little bit? What? Nothing. I didn't say that. Let's <laughs> gotten the line, party line crossed. I don't feel welcome. I feel like I'm in a harassment environment. <laughs> Whatever. Just be quiet till I'm it's ready to talk to you. Harassment. Harassment. It's harassment. Oh, it's just so good to hear your voice. I talked to Dildano a few weeks ago. It was good to hear his voice. Yeah, I heard that. Listen to that one. And did you see the post? Uh, did you see Dildano got caught riding a scooter naked in Florida? I did see that. I, we're, it, a good lead that you got there. I, I don't. It just popped up there. Yeah, good lead. I, I believe Doctor Brown sent that to you. Hey, easy. I didn't want. <laughs> didn't want that getting out. Well, it's out now. You're gonna need a lawyer. So I thought I'd throw that out there. Shut up. Yeah. I want a uh, yeah. an executive producer uh, call out on the show now. So we. Will, I will do that at the end of the show. Executive awesome. produced by Dr. Brown. In case I, in case I forget, the show is executively produced by Dr. Brown. Yes. Oh, yes. I think you should do that. I'll try. I'll try and remember. I think the more titles you have directed by Dildano, because, you know, D&D. Right. <laughs> it's sabotaged by Earl Lemus Tate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to bring accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bring Ricky back next week. I've I've banished him for a few weeks. Uh, I just I just talked to Father James, who Ricky's still living with him. And when you go back and listen, I think really, yeah, when you listen to this episode, Father James is at the end of his rope. So I told Ricky. He could well, come, I mean, yeah. I told Ricky he could come back next week. He's got to do some odd jobs that don't include soap and water. 
And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, you can have some of them include soap and water. It's just got to be in the bathroom. Yeah. Nowhere near my Mac, which is back, baby. Right. My Mac is, is back. It? Yeah. You didn't listen to last week's show? Uh, not yet. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, boy. Mr. Leroy, what are you going to do about this? What, what do you mean, what are we going to do? He hasn't even listening to your show. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He'll listen to it. I heard the right? week before. Yeah. It's like he's busy. Didn't you hear him just say he was busy? I guarantee you Del Dotto's listened to it. <laughs> so what? Ignore him. Yeah, yeah ignore This me. is why I like Father James better anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, suck it. It's easy. <laughs> Don't talk to my guests that way. You know what? I'm tired yeah. of coming. I'm tired of coming on your show. You got the face of Dave on Twitter treating me like a whore. Now you got this guy coming on here. I think I don't even know what Dildano thinks about me. What about all these other people that listen to the show? The other four. <laughs> I don't know what the other four think. I don't even really. You know, care. as the executive producer, I cannot like Saul. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm. I'm actually getting a lot of negative feedback about you, Saul. Do you, are you looking at me like you think I give a crap? <laughs> I am looking at you like that because it seems like it bothers you sometimes. Well, it does. It, 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 well, you got a kid in the background there? He's Just got, one of them. He's got one of his children. Well, that yeah. isn't that are, special. Do you live here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one lives here. Okay, we're good. Show me your ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that's a good idea. I should give them all, like, house IDs. Yeah, well, tattoos. No. Tattoo. Oh, that's yeah, an even better idea. Right. But it's got to be something cool with like a skull. Right. Yes. Some other palm. 666 on their palm of yeah. their hand. The yeah. Their hand. Be like a gang. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> Dr. Brown, you're going to need a lawyer. Yeah. You're going to need a lawyer soon, so don't forget me. <laughs> yeah, kind of. After what I'm saying right now, yeah, probably. So. <laughs> Thank you, Saul. If you gentlemen will excuse me, I've got to go in the other room and just uh, destroy a toilet, so I'll be right back. <laughs> Whatever. Thanks All right. You enjoy. Wash See your yourself. hands. Yeah, make sure you wash your hands. Of course I'm going to wash Don't my talk hands. to strangers. I'm not a primate. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Dr. Brown, how the hell are yes, you? Yes, sir. How the hell are you? Right. I am super. We do not talk enough. Splendorous. We should talk more. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You know, the, the thing, thing is, is uh, not being live makes it a little bit harder because I don't know when I'm going to do it. I yeah, you know. I mean, that's a good very point. I but, mean, I got a low heads up today, and that worked out pretty well. Right. I was able to say, all right, well, I'll stay up and drink more. Yeah, so. <laughs> perfect. It works out, it worked out perfect. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, uh, it's, it's, such, uh, it's such less stress not being live. Oh, you know? I can see it. I, now, mean, I enjoyed being live. I enjoyed the stress, to be honest with you. But without Earl, without Earl here, what's the point? Well, why don't you still do something live? But, I mean, like an Instagram live or, I mean, you could do YouTube live. And if anybody wants to listen, they'll just put alerts on. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, oh, Leroy and Earl live. Carlisi would be the only person to hear it. Maybe you. Yeah. I mean, it's, at least you could still do the live thing then. You need to get, uh, what's her name? Um. Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Yep. I was going to say that. Yep. Uh, yeah, Michelle might, you know, should listen in. You probably have some, some feedback. Yeah, I suppose I could. I mean, you know, it's just eliminating the YouTube part took away a lot of stress, too. You know, it's like, yeah. now I don't have to worry about all that bull crap. So, I don't know. Well, that's what I mean, though. You could get, I mean, heck, you could even just get a, well, a tablet wouldn't work or something. Well, I could go live on Facebook. I could do that, too, I guess. I think. Yeah, but you still gotta you gotta run through the computer and everything. You can't. I was thinking like, hey, just set up a camera with its own dedicated little tablet or something and just broadcast like that. But that's yeah, not gonna work. it's possible. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, See? right. Yeah, there's all kinds of. You're catching all, on now. Right. There you go. There's all kinds of problems when it comes to doing this show. The pitch shift. Yeah. They were in the pitch shift. You know. Yeah, that shift needs pitch. Yeah, so. that's right. And. uh... You're listening to the Leroy and Earl show. All oh, two inches of it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's someone running around clutching at their tinkle every time they hear that. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
So, so uh, you, you got, got any big plans for the com- upcoming 4th of July holiday? Uh, no, I do not. I don't either. I am I am on call that day, actually. Oh, so. yeah. What now? Yep. You, I, know, I think I know what you do for a living, but I forget. Refresh me. Uh, my PhD in liftology. Where are oh, we going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That, that's right. He has a PhD of liftology yeah. from the University of Michigan. So that keeps right, you that, right. that, that keeps you that busy, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the oh. time. You know, there's uh, always stuff falling down, and needs designed to be put back up. And oh, yes. That makes things sense. like that. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yep. So I'm gonna. I want you to be the first to know this information, Doctor Brown. Ooh, I'm excited now. I'm clutching at my yes. ankle. I'm listening. <laughs> I am working on and this. This is this is long term, so don't get too excited. Okay. Too late. But I'm working. Go on. <laughs> I'm working with uh, Father yeah. James and Earl and everyone that's associated with the show. And yes. Yes. By the end of the year, we're going to put out a blues album. That's right. We're going to put out an album. We're going to put out a fully produced record if you if you will if i can use an 80s term of songs written by me performed by the the guests on this show and it's gonna it's gonna be out there it's gonna be there it's gonna be free of course and uh yeah it's in the works i want everything to do with that i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm gonna be honest So, I have zero musical talent. I, I don't sing. I don't play any instruments. I will shake a tambourine for you. I will back up vocal. You just tell me. Uh, I, I will. I will. What we'll do is when, I, when I've got all the tracks down from a song, I'm going to call you, and then we'll ha- I'll have you lay down something. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be epic. And I don't, I don't want to well, like, get too – I don't want to get anybody too excited too soon because this kind of thing – I'm looking at like six or eight songs. I'm hoping to have yeah. it done by Christmas, but it right. might be more like uh, it might be, be more Christmas like, album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do three Christmas songs on there too, because yeah. this kind of thing takes time. It takes time to to write the oh, music, yeah. record the music, get all the tracks, and all that stuff. So I already have. Well, just uh, let me know, and I can maybe plan to swing by when I'm down there. Well, that would be cool. That would be cool. I mean, if I can get, you know, a real good advance notice to it and just say, hey, you know, I got a studio open X day for this time to this time, I can usually plan something. I already have two songs written with the words. Awesome. One is called Comeback Earl. And the other one, Rick, actually, Ricky wrote one. Ricky wrote one called The Intern Blues. So, it's going to be. Well, I'm, is anybody really going to care about it? <laughs> Probably not. He's he's dying to do it, so. <laughs> Fair enough. I figured I I'll, like it. I'll write him uh, something. All right. Yeah. No. Uh, please keep me in the loop on that one because I would love to be involved on it. Definitely will. I want everyone that's involved in the show, except. Oh, never mind. I won't say that. That would be that would be mean. Um. <laughs> nah. Go for it. I'm no. Listening. No. Not like gonna it. do it. Not gonna do it. I'm back. And I'm back, and I just want you to know that. Uh. uh Everything came out fine. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Your voice sounds weird. I'm dealing with uh, a little bit of a cold. I'm sorry, boys. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. I thought you sounded a little weird. I'm not feeling well. I'm not. I'm not my mm-hmm. best tonight. I wonder if it has there, something. Dare I say, Ricky-ish? I, I wonder if it has something to do with all the whiskey I've drank. Drinking. It could. Drink it, did, did. it could. It might have something to do with the whiskey you're drinking uh, there, Mr. Leroy. It might. It could. So, anyway. All right. On tonight's show, Dr. Brown, that you are on right now, that you won't hear probably for a couple weeks. But. Awesome. I'm going to do part of a, a Phil Hendry replay, which is going to be fun. You're going to love it. What do you think about the Phil Hendry replays? You like that? Uh, be honest. I've only, I've only heard the one. Okay, well, I, I think I've done two, but it's been a while since I did the other. What did you think of the one? Uh, it was pretty good. I I had never heard of that before, but that was pretty good. Uh, just to get everybody going like that the way that he did. Yeah, 
Well, he's he's a professional doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Right. He's done it on the professional level. So I'm going to do a a two-parter uh, because it's too much to play at one time tonight. So, but you're on here first, and uh, I appreciate you taking my call, and I appreciate you being on the show, and I I appreciate your donations, and I want you to know that uh, I bought some more cigars this month. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, I'm glad it went to good use. Yep. Yep. No more promoting this stupid show. I'm buying cigars. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you're honest about it. I mean, it's like, oh, no, I paid, you know, I bought uh, signage with the, for for the show for it. No, you didn't. Well, well, I was never, I've never been dishonest about it, but when Earl was here here and I thought things were going to get going again because he was seemed into it. Yes, we were putting all that money. I, I saved it up, and then I would buy things, you know, like... Right. You know, like stuff like this. Guess what, shift heads? It's time for the Leroy and Earl show. You know, it wasn't expensive, but, you know, it still costs money. But when he left, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. You know, speaking of spending money, I'm thinking... Have you heard of the site Cameo? Cameo. Is that the... Yes, is that the one where uh, semi-famous people do short videos? Yeah, you can pay yes. for them to do, you know, the one where, like, Brett Favre ended up being, uh, 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 what's the word? Gay? Anti-Jewish. No. <laughs> Anti-Semite. He ended up saying a bunch of anti-Semite stuff because really? people tricked him into saying all of this for really? a video. That I didn't see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty funny. That is something Carlisi kept telling me to do. Yeah. Yeah, you should find yeah. someone. Get, uh, I don't know. The thing is, I think in, Dustin Diamond Page or whatever his name is. Anybody Dustin even remotely famous is like, you know, it's like hundreds of dollars. It ain't like it ain't cheap. No, yes. no, there's some on there for like fifty bucks. For who? Somebody you that uh, anyone knows? Yeah, yeah. I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, and I'm on my phone, or else I'd look it up for you right now. But well, I'll, yeah, I'll make a note of it and I'll look it up. But I don't know, you know. What am I supposed to do now? I'm spending all the money on cigars. <laughs> oh, you just wait till next month. <laughs> yeah. So who am I going to get for nine dollars and forty-eight cents? Because that's what I get per month. Um, <laughs> I'll do one for you for nine dollars and forty-eight. I bet you would. You you're goddamn pathetic, Mister Leroy. You shut up. Listen, I don't need your crap tonight. I've got a guest on the show, and I've got stuff to do. I don't need you, Saul Corman, giving me crap. Easy. Hold on. I was just trying to, like, you know, poke the bear a little bit. I wasn't trying to get crazy. I bet you were. It's the whiskey. It makes him angry. It does. I believe it does. I don't need you here tonight, Saul. You can leave. Seriously. I'm talking to Dr. Brown, then I'm going to do a replay for Henry. I don't need you here. You called me into the studio. To do the intro. That's all I needed. You could have pre-recorded it and sent it to me, but you wanted to be here. This guy's getting angry, Dr. Brown. I'm afraid. Uh, you might want to be. I mean... All right, I'm going to leave then. <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's a big vein popping out of the side of his neck right now. Plus, Yeah, you got to keep an eye out for self-harm, too. Plus, you know? I believe I'm going to vomit soon, so I'm out of here. Good. Ooh, here. Awesome. All right. All right, Dr. Brown. Yes, sir. Thank you for your time. Of course, anytime. Yes. So, call me more often. I will. I'll try and call you more often. So, and I'll text you beforehand. Awesome. Otherwise, you can't just answer every restricted call on a Friday or Saturday night, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it did not come up that way, by the way. What did it come up as? Uh, some 330 number. Really? Yep, yep. Came up as an actual number. Oh, because in the past, it always said people said uh, they didn't answer because it said restricted. Yeah. No, it used to come up as restricted. This is the first time it's actually come up with a number. That is interesting. Hmm. So, uh, hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for your time. No, no problem. Thanks, for your, don- you. Thanks for your donations. And one quick question. Do you know how to stop yeah. the donations? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I've wanted to for months, and I just haven't been able to. Because <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's what Earl told me to do when he quit. He's like... Dude, just quit. They don't know how to stop their donations. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I believe Dildano probably doesn't know. <laughs> That's a fair point. It would be really funny if he's just kind of sitting there every month going, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew how to stop this. Anyway.
Yeah. All right. No, I'm just messing with you. I appreciate appreciate you. Thanks. No problem. All right, man. I will talk to you later. Sounds good. Have a good one. That's Dildano, or that's not Dildano. I'm so no, sorry, Dr. Brown. No. <laughs> I'm drunk. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Dr. Brown on the Lee Renault Show. All right, and we're going to launch right into a replay. I don't know why I'm saying replay, because I've never played this. I'm going to launch right into a best of Phil Hendry show. You guys are going to like this. This is great. This is good stuff. Phil Henry's show at 1-800-449-8686. And let me just start the show by giving you the news. We just got it today. It took about one month that we've been on afternoon drive on the West Coast and early evenings on the East Coast. But it's taken us exactly one month to become the number one rated afternoon drive talk show talk show in Los Angeles which doesn't make you know it doesn't matter to the to the people the rest of the stations along our vast affiliate list but it matters quite a bit to us number one in afternoon drive what was that that took about a cup of coffee didn't it i mean i knew it'd be easy but a month is that's that's, that's almost embarrassing number one in afternoons what do you think of that Okay, uh, our number is 1-800-449-8686. The census. There are some 500,000 temporary census workers poised to knock on 43 million doors starting this week to get answers to 2,000 census questions from people who have, or to get answers, excuse me, to the 2,000 census from people who have not returned their forms. Uh, On the line with us is attorney Harvey Wireman, who... (laughs) I guess, Harvey, you've seen a lot of, well, I don't mean to say you've seen a lot of censuses, but you've, you've been around long enough, I guess, Harvey, to know that there have been uh, a lot of censuses taken, huh? Oh, well, you know, Phil, I'm 78 years of age. I, I don't have any problem with the, uh, I don't have any problem whatsoever with the, uh, uh, the age reference, but I do have a problem with the census. So 78 years old, you've been around for the one in... Uh, well, you know, you don't have to go back down over my life history, but the 1990, the 2000, the 90, I've been around a long time. I was born in, uh, in uh, I'm 78, I was born in 1922, uh, so take it from there, you know. What What is the main problem you have? Do you, you have a problem with the census? Yeah, you know something, it sounds to me like you weren't prepared for this interview, and I can hang up and... No, I'm, I'm totally... I'm just... We're excited about the news that we got that uh, we're... Yeah, I heard. You're number one in afternoon drive in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, we're, we're just excited about hitting the number one uh, mark as the afternoon uh, talk show in L.A. And, I mean, it's, you know, I, I knew that we'd have a hill to climb. I just didn't think it would be this easy, if you know what I mean. Well, that's great. You know, so we're excited about it. That's great. If you want me to call back later on, I can do that. No, I, I want to ask you about this because, first of all, I know that my wife, Maria, was curious. We didn't get a census form. and Well, you, if you didn't get a census form, consider yourself lucky. It's nothing that you want to be involved in. I hate it. I've hated it. Oh, God, I hate it. I just, You're going to have to get on the uh, on the phone, okay? I, I just I don't like it because it's a useless questionnaire that someone came up with to justify their ridiculous job. In my opinion, it is an unconstitutional violation of every decent common courtesy. God damn it! What's the, are you emotional about this? I am a little bit because uh, uh, I so much happens in the middle of a census. That that bothers me. Number one, they got that goddamn Peter Coyote doing the TV commercials, who I would have expected more out of. Now, here's a guy that gave us. I just thought he was a hell of an actor, Phil, and for him to do the census commercials, and for these people to come around to my door and ask me intrusive questions having to do with how old I am, how many people live in the house, what nationality. If they're sending these losers out to knock on our doors, we they, they, well, why don't we give them some mail or a UPS package to go and deliver? Give them something to do. <clears throat> because give them an actual task. 
Why Why do you have a problem against a census? Certainly the country needs to know how many people are in it so that we can be better represented. Oh, that's baloney. You don't need to have a census to figure out how many people need. You gerrymander according, you do it according to a timeline, and you adjust seasonally. You don't need a census that is simply in place to figure out uh, where you are, how many bowel movements you have every day, how often you masturbate, every intrusive question. And you, you know full well they don't ask those questions. I beg your pardon? You know full well they don't ask those offending questions. You know that. How, how do you know? Have you ever answered a... a, a, a uh, have you ever answered a... You want to get some water? Hold on. I'm so P.O.'d. I got to... Get some water. I got to get some water. Harvey Weirman, attorney at law, is with us. He's anti-census. You know, a lot of people are, and for the very reasons that he's giving us, because they consider it an, an intrusion. And I got it. Okay. Uh, first of all, I think that the sense... I forget what we were talking about. Me too. Uh, well, it, it has something to do with the, uh, the, the fact that these... Uh, sons of bitches come door to door. That's what I was talking about. And, and the fact that they're going door to door... You know, the last people to go door to door, Phil... What, let's let's forget about this for a minute. Let me get you refocused on why you don't like or appreciate the census, okay? I don't need to be refocused. I know why I don't like the census. I'm an attorney. I've worked for a lot of years with a lot of different organizations that have tried to keep themselves sacrosanct and protected against government intrusion. And in that time, I have seen quite a few people have their constitutional rights I have seen marriages fall apart. I have seen even the commonest, decent shred of humanity fall away because these census takers... What's at the heart of this thing? Because, uh... I will tell you something, Phil. What is at the heart of your disgust and your hatred of the census? Because I don't think I'm getting to it. I asked you the question. <coughs> Doesn't a country have the right, you know, to... Well, they're coming door to door like these a-holes from the Jehovah's Witness. You know, we run them off. When's the last time you had a Jehovah's Witness? One of those a-holes come to your door. When's the last time you had the Jehovah a-hole come, you know, the Jehovah Witness come to your door? I can't remember. Because we run them off. And we run, we run them off, and we'll run off the census taker, too. Because I don't want to see it any longer. And when you get a Peter Cut... What is at the root of this disgust and hatred of census takers? When you have a Peter Coyote who did E.T. and the legend of Billy Jean, and now the son of a bitch is... What is at the very heart and soul of your disgust with census takers? I... My wife, in the 1960 census, one of them apple treater. What? Census taker apple treat my wife. I don't understand what you mean by apple treater. I'm one of them. They hop the trolley with my wife. Catch as catch can. You understand what I'm saying? No, I don't understand. A, a census taker apple treed your wife. Made whoopee with her for Christ's sake. He laid pipe. Do you know what he's talking about? Are you? What are you stupid? In the 1960 census, the son of a bitch brought lumber into my home. I still don't. He banged my wife. Do you understand what? Oh, 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 well. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean by he apple treater. <sighs> so that's it. That's it. That's Gladys you're talking about, right? Yes, my Gladys, who died three years ago. Well, your your marriage survived it. Yeah, well, because she never found out that I knew. You never confronted her over this? Never. I never confronted her over it. I knew that the census taker was there because he had called the house to say that he'd be, we'd been on vacation. This was the 1960 census? 1960 census. You know, I was a young man. I was 38 years old. And I, uh, I don't know. Well, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do you know that he, that he, uh, you know, that uh, he brought lumber or whatever you want to say? How do you know that the census taker took your wife to bed if you never confronted her? Oh, come on. A husband can tell, Phil. You're a newly married man. But a husband, let me tell you something, my man. 
And I'm going to tell you something right now. If you laugh at this, so help me Christ. Because this has been a pain in my heart for a long time. Why would I laugh? I'm just telling you, if you or any of the sons of bitches that work with you laugh at it. I wouldn't laugh, Harvey. What? I came home that night, and she was... She was tiptoeing around a little bit. It looked like she'd been riding a horse or something. I don't know what was wrong. And then I saw her toss a couple of pillows down on the chair before she sat down to have dinner. She threw pillows onto the chair? That's correct. And kind of winced as she sat down. I put two and two together. The census taker had been there, and she's tossing pillows onto a chair. Oh, my God. You know that the pain is still real for me. Wait, are you not drawing some conclusions? Uh, no, I'm not drawing. What are you talking about? This pain in my heart. So your wife threw down three pillows onto a chair. Meaning what? Well, what do you think it means? She was walking around as if... What do you mean she'd been riding a horse? I don't get what you're talking about. Are you going to make me spell it out? Because so help me Christ, Phil. I, I, I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm wondering what you're talking about. Your wife had relations with a census man, is what you're telling me. But you're, you're, the only thing that you're basing it on is the fact that when you sat down for dinner that night, you saw her put down three pillows on her chair and then sit down very gingerly. Right. That's exactly right. And because the census taker was there. That is correct. Had the census taker... Like, all right. Had she was she having surgery? Was she? No, she wasn't having any surgery. She got apple treed by this son of a bitch to the point where she had to put pillows on a chair. She couldn't sit down for three days, and I never brought it up, and I never humiliated her because I felt what what how you know what what good's it going to do? I'd been traveling. I figure a woman, uh, you know, everybody's, you know what. Phil, if you if you'll find out sooner or later, women, you can't keep a net over them. Biologically, they're different from us. Now, this is something maybe your mother told you, maybe your father told you. I know that my mother warned me. Women are gonna do this at at least one time in your marriage. And it, why? You know, don't try not to be the talk show host for that. I want to know why. Why do you say that women are going to do this at least one time in a marriage? Because they're built that way. Because you know, as well as I, given the right circumstance, a woman's capable of doing anything. And there, 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 there I was, looking at my wife sitting on a couple of pillows. The census man had brought lumber. Maybe she got a splinter. All right, screw you. Right in the ass, you piece of... Oh, come on. He's the guy with the she, she got apple treed. Maybe she got a splitter and he hangs up on me. Call him back, will you please, and tell him that I'm sorry. 1-800-449-8686. Oh, what a hell of a thing. He was married very happily to her for a long time, but given the right place at the right time, a woman's capable of anything. It's the Phil Andre Show, 1-800-449-8686. I can't there. I, I gotta, gotta stop, stop right there. The census guy apple treed my wife. <laughs> Doesn't get any funnier than that. Hey, right, you're listening to the Lee Reno Show. This is the Adult Cartoon Podcast. And uh, there's a couple things. Uh, I don't know if I should continue with this. I think I will continue with this. I'm going to do about half of this replay, but I wanted to say a few things. First, um, if you don't follow us on Twitter at Lee Reno, I should know that. Uh, Last week, last show, Saul, who left, I told him to leave. He was, he was being an ass. There was something weird about him tonight. I don't know what it is. He got a tiff with the face of Dave on Twitter. And the faith, the faith of Dave. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so deep in this jack right now. Face of Dave wanted to apologize. He said on Twitter, I want to apologize to Saul for saying that I don't care for him in that message. What I meant was he sucks because of his demeanor and he feels like a throwback to your political phase but he does interesting news pretty okay hashtag salt sucks hashtag father james rules now the one thing i thought was interesting about that was a throwback to our political phase i don't know that we really ever had a political phase until the face of dave 
uh, came on the show because, yes, we supported Trump, and I know that just made Dave's bowels let loose. Um, but, and everyone else on Twitter, everyone else on Twitter's bowels just let loose because we supported Trump. But you know what? We only supported Trump because it was funny and because we didn't think he was going to win. You know, and then he won and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so that dovetails with uh, a tweet I wanted to talk about the face of Dave put out this week. Uh, he says, uh, I'm going to bring it up here where I can read it. I haven't tweeted this in a while, but I need to remind everyone how I feel. Colon. Fuck Trump and fuck you if you still support him. Now, I've thought about several things that I could have said in a reply to Dave, who's listening right now. Not right now, but what I say right now and record it and he hears it, it'll be right now to him. Here's the thing, Dave. I understand you have an opposing political view about the current president of the United States, and that is your right. And my view is opposite of yours, maybe not to the extreme, like I'm not, you know, you're fuck Trump, I'm not like Trump is God. I'm not that far. But I want to just say that maybe you should reconsider your stance. Just, I don't know how to put this, Dave. I'm speaking from my heart to you right now, Dave. That's so hardcore. F Trump and F you if you still support him. What has Trump done that's so bad? Now, he saved me 50% on my, on my cruise this summer. 50%. I'm getting 50% refund. And... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know, Dave. Relax, buddy. Don't wreck the car. Whatever you're doing, don't hurt your children. Don't beat your wife. Look. I'm just messing with you, Dave. I don't care. This whole political thing doesn't make me laugh anyway. So anyway, back to the replay on the Leroy Show. 1-800-449-8686. You're now listening to the number one rated afternoon talk show in Los Angeles as of the uh, winter book. We're very proud of that. We're thankful for that. And uh, we will continue to be. So uh, this is it, baby. We've ascended the, we have ascended the heights and we're here to stay. I thought maybe it'd be like a four, five, six month process, but hey, you want to give it to me right now? I mean, you want to hand it over to me right now, brother? I'll take it. 1-800-449-8686. Harvey Wireman is the uh, gentleman on the phone, a guest. Thank you for taking Mike's call, Harvey. I'm very sorry that I offended you, okay? Wait a minute, where is he? Harvey, you there? Well, I don't have him. I, what happened to old Harvey? Let's try this one more time. I can hear something in the background. Harvey, you there? Jesus. Well, I'll tell you what, can you call him back one more time, Mike, and see if he's there? 1-800-449-8686 is our number. Uh, what we have is a discussion here, generally speaking, of the census and census takers, and the fact that we had at least uh, this opinion from Harvey Weirman, that the census is something that is unnecessary and unconstitutional. Harvey, you there? Yes, I'm right here, Phil. Okay, uh, forgive me for the phone problems we're having. That's all right, but when you, you know... You said that he, the guy was bringing lumber, so I made a, a joke. The reason why I don't like these census takers and the reason is the reason why I don't like any of these sons of bitches that go door to door. Any woman, and I mean any woman, no matter how devoted to her husband, sooner or later is going to bed one of these guys... And every single woman out there who has sees enough Fuller Brush men and enough Arrowhead Water guys and enough... Uh, yeah, enough Jehovah's Witnesses, they're going to sack one of these guys. And it just so happened it was a census taker in my wife's case. And I mean, Jesus, H. It took to me, I couldn't believe it. She couldn't sit down for three days. See, to me... That, that's the thing that offends me the most. You know, she's going to have a dalliance, a sexual dalliance. That's one thing. 
but she took this guy on in triple overtime? Holy Christ. And you never said anything to her? I never said a word. I suffered in silence. You're a good man for that. Yeah, bullcrap. I'm an idiot. No, I admire you for that. Here's Youngstown on the Phil Hendry Show. Hello. Hey. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Well, first of all, um, I can't believe that your financial analyst or whoever he is... I'm an attorney at law, um, dear. I'm an attorney. ...would be somebody who... uh, has such a low opinion of women. Um, no, I have. No, I, uh, listen, I lived it. I don't know how old you are and how far around the block you've been, but I lived it. Well, My so wife he, took on a census taker and needed a pillow to sit down on. Okay, does that mean that uh, you, have to, you had to stop your newspaper because you were afraid of what the uh, newspaper carrier would do? Uh, well, first of all, a newspaper carrier comes while I'm in bed with my wife at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm talking about some son of a bitch that's coming around when I'm not there. So, so that's the reason the why the census is bad, because you couldn't trust your wife? Yeah, that, that, you see, in other words, you're saying that taking the census is bad because... I know what I'm saying. Because the, a census taker in 1960 uh, apple-treed your wife, as you put it. Yeah, that's what I think. And uh, the young lady that I'm speaking with here... Well, that's just plain stupid. Well, it may be stupid, Phil, but the young lady... Are you a, a housewife, ma'am, or do you work during the day? I work during the day. All right, so you're not at home. You don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about these young broads that are at home. Their husband's one of these Internet millionaires. He goes off in the BMW, and he doesn't come home till 6. Well... And what are you going to do if you're sitting around all day, and here comes some well-hung Jehovah's Witness who... Would you please... What? Would you please? It's really what? sad. It's, you... it's the way you're talking, okay? What did I do? The comment about the Jehovah's Witness, we don't need the... the, the uh... You don't need what? I, I got to just say one thing before I go, because I'm wait, on my wait phone. A second, wait a second. Did I say something I'm, I'm wrong I'm glad here? I have a big bill for today. Did I've I say something wrong? Show before. Did I say something wrong? Yeah, the whole thing about the Jehovah's Witness with being hung. Oh, well, excuse me. Have you ever come home to your wife? And she's walking bow-legged and sits on a damn pillow because a Jehovah's Witness was there for three hours? Is this guy for real? Are you nuts or something? I am telling you, I lived it, for God's sake. I lived it. How can this be a real, uh, whatever his title is? I'm an attorney at law. Why are you talking about the census? I'm telling you, I started off... I pushed him in. I, I pushed him into it because he was bad-mouthing the census as unconstitutional. And, and I said, there's got to be something deeper because it didn't sound like there's any real thought behind it. Phil, I do believe the census is unconstitutional. I think it is an unconstitutional intrusion into the people's personal life. But I will go further and tell you... You better that, tell them to watch out for those little boys selling candy for the Cub Scouts. Are you saying that if you were staying at home, you'd screw a, a, a Cub Scout? I said you'd better watch out. Well, well no, wait a second. Uh, what are you saying? That a woman would actually go to bed with a Cub Scout? Your Holy Jesus. I guess so in other words, might. that's the kind of humiliation that you would heap on a man. Is that it? You'd bet a Cub Scout. God damn it. I oh, I come said. on. She's making fun of the fact that what you're saying, that every man that comes to the door. I will tell you, if my wife had ever taken a Cub Scout to bed, I'd kill her. I would Okay, screw both of you. There he goes. He just he just hung up again. Okay, well, listen. All right, ma'am. Thank you for your call. I'm, I appreciate I'm it. Your show again. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. Great. Time I've had. Thanks. Get him back on the phone and tell him if he wants to be an adult, we want to talk to him. If he doesn't want to be an adult, the lady laughed because the, he was talking about his wife screwing a cub scout. Phil Henry show 1-800-449-8686. All right, this is uh, the Leroy and Earl Show. I am Leroy. I am your host uh, here with nobody. Uh, Ricky Dixon's been banished because he ruined my Mac. And Saul has left because he's not feeling well. This is the Adult Cartoon Podcast. You can listen to the show at LeroyandEarl.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Leroy and Earl. And, uh, yeah, pretty good show tonight. I thought that was uh, the first half of... Uh, uh, I love that replay. I think Dildano uh, should be familiar with that. So, guys, the day is coming, right? Our Earl comes back, right? That's what we're all thinking about, isn't it? And I'm Earl. That's right. 
So, uh, all right, thanks for listening to the Radio Show. I got a great song to play out for you here. I just, I just love this song. Enjoy. See ya. I'm sitting here stoned at Tortilla Joe's. Nobody knows my name, and that's all right with me. She said adios. So I said hello. Don Julio, top shelf, self help remedy. Still, Dono, not bad. 